Hello, and welcome to another Health Essentials Podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. Today, we're going to chat about nervous poops. Odds are you've experienced this in your life, and usually at a big moment. Could hit right before an important job interview, or some sort of sports event, or maybe even your wedding. Bottom line, that number two comes at the number one most inopportune time. So why does this happen? And maybe, more importantly, what can you do to stop it? That's what Dr. Christine Lee is here to discuss. She's one of the many experts at Cleveland Clinic who join us on the podcast to provide health information that you can use and trust. Now let's get started before my nerves get the best of me. Dr. Lee, welcome back to the podcast. So glad to see you on again. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, and, and as usual, we're, we're talking about um, what seems like is always our topic, which is uh, poop. Um, I, I feel bad sometimes that I'm always um, hitting you with these sort of questions. Oh, don't don't be. As, uh, as a gastroenterologist, we, we do a lot of colonoscopies. So unfortunately, or fortunately, that's where we work at every day. So today we're talking about nervous poops or poops kind of linked to anxious times in, in your life. Um, help us understand what's going on here. There are more serotonin receptors in our intestinal tract than we do in our brain. So in times of stress or anxiety or nervousness, uh, we dump a, a nervous hormone called serotonin and it affects the intestinal tract just as much as it affects our brain as far as regulating the nervousness or uh, anxiety. Uh, and serotonin stimulates the intestinal tract. So it makes your stomach churn, uh, it makes your small bowel move, and it co uh, promotes uh, contractions in the colon. And, and, and what that's doing then, when that happens, I take it, it just kind of, it, it pushes everything along. It kind of gives you that sensation that, that you have to go? Sure. So it really, uh, it's a stimulant. It activates the intestinal tract. It activates the motility. It activates the colon movement. And sometimes in doing so, it can cause a lot of cramping and gas pains and uh, quite a bit of abdominal discomfort. So that's what that feeling is. Cause I know we've all been just in those really stressful situations where you can just, you, you feel, I mean, it almost hurts, um, within your gut. So it's, that's just your muscles kind of going a little haywire. Correct. So, you know, it, it, in fact, it, at high levels, it can make you feel, uh, choking, meaning your esophagus muscles spasm. So you feel like you can't swallow anything. You feel butterflies in your stomach because your stomach's contracting. The pain would be more towards the concentrated on the small bowel in your colon because of all the contractions and gas trapping and peristalsis. So it can cause quite a bit of cramps and gas pain. Well, and I don't think people really think about your, your, your colon as a place that where there's a ton of muscles, but it sounds like there's just, there's a lot down there that's always working and we just don't even know it. Right. So the, from the intestinal tract from mouth to anus is, uh, completely lined of muscle. Uh, there's, uh, your entire esophagus is made out of muscle, stomach, small bone, colon, all muscular. So, so when that stress hits, I take it all of that, does it just, it, it kind of contracts or almost, is it almost like a spasm? Sure. So the serotonin hormone activates and stimulates contraction. So when it contracts uh, and contracts fully, it can cause quite a bit of cramping pain and discomfort to the patient. 
And then I, I thought I also saw something about there being a brain-gut axis. How does, how does that fit into everything? Yes. So the brain has a, a huge effect in the intestinal tract. Uh, when the brain senses a situation where you're sad or nervous or anxious, uh, let's say you have a public speaking event coming up or you have a deadline to meet and you're kind of short on time, you tend to release uh, hormones called serotonin. Uh, that serotonin hormone, there's more serotonin receptors in the intestinal tract than you do in your brain. Um, and so the serotonin stimulates uh, the GI tract in the sense that it can cause spasms and all or muscular contractions, whether it's in the esophagus, stomach, small bowel, or colon. And that can affect uh, gas pains, abdominal bloating, and even diarrhea. Uh, and we've all been there with, with all of those in those sort of stressful situations. Um, so if this is a natural body response, um, I mean, c- can we control it or, or stop it from happening? Well, we can't really stop it from happening, but understanding that some pa- some people are more prone to the effects of serotonin than others. Uh, some patients are more uh, susceptible to the effects of serotonin. And some people are more nervous in general. So if you find this to be a problem in your in in themselves, you can be proactive and try to prevent these situations or kind of mitigate uh, the effects of it. Okay. What are do you have a few tips as to how people can kind of uh, kind of maybe calm your gut or kind of avoid that situation? So the first first tip is easier said than done. Uh, try to not put yourself in stressful situations, avoid stress, uh, stress management, and uh, those kind of things. That's always easier said than done. The second thing is um, about your body. Make sure that you your body is well-maintained, meaning a lot of patients tend to be more constipated in the sense that they don't struggle to have a bowel movement. They go just fine, but they actually leave quite a bit of stool in their colon unbeknownst to them. Now, those patient, folks will uh, be more affected by the serotonin because their colon is locked and loaded. It's ready to fire at any moment. So if any stimulation occurs, you're going to have problems with diarrhea, crampy pain. And the more stool you have in your colon, you produce more methane gas and more hydrogen gas within your intestines. And therefore, when you do have these spasms or stimulation, you're going to have more crampy abdominal bloating pain and discomfort. Is there anything as far as dietary where if you uh, are there foods you should maybe avoid or, or things that you should eat um, to kind of help with the situation? So if you do some literature search, you're going to be overwhelmed with uh, different opinions. Some sites will say eat high fiber foods so that you have less stool in your colon. Some sites will say don't eat high fiber foods because they tend to produce more natural gases. Um, and so the bottom line is you have to kind of figure out what works for you as far as making sure your colon stays as empty as possible. Um, and, and, you know, the, the number one uh, factor that can help in these scenario is exercise actually. Uh, so an exercise in a way that it involves your mid core. So, uh, you know, core body strengthening um, exercises kind of help strengthen your intestinal muscles so that when you do have a bowel movement every day, you get more out, leaving less 
behind. The less, you, the less, the more, <laughs> the less you keep uh, retained, you'll have less episodes of the bloating, gas, cramping, and diarrhea effects. Well, because that all happens, it sounds like as stuff builds up in there. If it just sits, nothing, nothing good happens. No good thing ever comes with stool. Uh, so you want to, when you make bodily waste, you want to get rid of it. The more you keep inside, um, you can develop diverticulosis, diverticulitis, bacterial overgrowth. You can even get bowel obstruction. So you want to make sure that you do a, a high quality job in getting rid of the waste. That way, in times of stress or nervousness or anxiety, you have less of the unwanted side effect of the cramping, bloating, diarrhea, uh, urgency, and all those abdominal pains. Are there any over-the-counter medications that, that people might be able to use if you know you're going to be in one of those stressful situations and you just want to make sure you don't have an unfortunate incident? So there's quite a bit of over-the-counter medications, anything from, um, you know, Fizyme or uh, Gas-X or that helps eliminate gas to uh, laxatives that help eliminate stool so that you have less bulk inside. Um, and then to, to all the way to teas and peppermint oil to have a soothing effect. But the one that really works the best is to make sure you have a good, you know, get rid of the waste in your body, exercise regularly, and have a well-rested good night's sleep so that uh, your body's in the best condition that it can be when you're going through times of stress and nervousness. Well, I think you said earlier when we were talking, like nobody ever comes in complaining about having too clean of a bowel system. So this would this would kind of follow that advice. <laughs> you know, Colon full of stool does uh, no one good. Uh, it, it can cause constipation. It can cause diverticulosis, diverticulitis. It can cause small bowel bacterial overgrowth. It can cause even a bowel obstruction. So you want to make sure that you keep your colon as clean and empty as possible. Um, and so to do that, the things that uh, can help you achieve that is eat a high-fiber diet, exercise regularly, avoid sedentary lifestyle, prolonged sitting um, is a risk factor for constipation. Um, and so you want to make sure that, you know, you stay active and, and keep things in motion and it, that will help keep your colon in motion and uh, leave less uh, stool behind. <laughs> well, that all sounds great. Um, people worry about, um, Things, I guess, being more than what they what they think it is. So, if you you have a nervous poop, I mean, could that be a symptom of like irritable irritable ah, irritable bowel syndrome? So, I, I take it, it's easier for you to say. You say it all the time. I'm struggling. <laughs> so, irritable bowel syndrome means that you don't have an organic disease per se, meaning you don't have colon cancer, you don't have Crohn's disease or an autoimmune disorder. Your colon itself is normal. However, it's sensitive. It's sensitive to outside factors, whether it's hormonal or stress or uh, any medications. It's, it's more sensitive to those uh, agents. And therefore, nervous stomach affects everyone. Um, but if it's to a degree and frequency that is affecting your lifestyle, then that classifies the diagnosis of irritable bowel syndrome. 
Okay. So if it's something that's happening frequently or over and over again, um, go in and talk to somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you can, uh, we can, there are some medications we can uh, prescribe when indicated to help you improve your colon health so that when you do have these situations that are unfortunately frequent where you're nervous and you have these uh, irritable attacks that you have, we can dampen or lessen the unwanted side effects of it. Well, and that kind of leads us into kind of our last question, which is just that it sounds like nervous poops are, are something that, that, that are fairly common, but is it, should people be concerned if they have them or is that just kind of part of the human condition? Well, it, it's a part of the human condition. However, if it's affecting your lifestyle, meaning the degree is uh, so severe that it's uh, impacting your lifestyle in a negative way, then I would strongly recommend that you do see a gastroenterologist because we may be able to help you uh, mitigate a lot of those symptoms. Anything else that we missed? We covered so much ground, uh, but you guys, doctors always seem to have a little extra wisdom they can throw out there. It's difficult because every patient's a little bit different and unique and not what's okay in some person may be an alarm feature in you. So I always say, you know, the patients, no one knows your body better than yourself. So if it's a, a new symptom that's new to you, um, then I would uh, make sure you see your primary care doctor or gastroenterologist and just uh, kind of make sure that that is not an alarm symptom. So in general, the alarm symptoms we look out for is unexplainable weight loss, persistent bleeding, not just once, but you've seen a couple of times. Uh, anemia or drop in blood counts, uh, fever, nausea, vomiting, symptoms that don't resolve by itself, but stay. Um, those are the classic alarm symptoms. But uh, what I've, we also see is even if it's not a classic symptom, but it's new to you and you know your body best, uh, it's best to seek a professional and just make sure that uh, you get that checked out. Uh, great advice as always, Dr. Lee. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today and uh, looking forward to having you back. Thank you for having me. Stress and feeling jittery can affect you in a lot of ways, including a trip to the restroom. Bottom line, a nervous poop is perfectly natural. To turn a familiar phrase a bit more family friendly, it happens. Till next time, be well. Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash HE podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.